welcome to Empowering Homeschool Conversations. We're so glad that you are here with us today. Uh, my name is Peggy Ployer, and I am the host of this weekly broadcast put on by SPED Homeschool, as well as its founder and CEO. We at SPED Homeschool empower families to home educate children with learning challenges, and I encourage you to check out our website at spedhomeschool.com to learn more about the resources and support that we offer families. Some of the best resources... I always say this, are the partners that we have on our website, and I am privileged again this week to have one of our partners on as a guest. And so uh, welcome, Dr. Carol Brown. Thanks for joining us um, from Equipping Minds. Thank you, Peggy. It is a joy to be back. I think I got to be on maybe in the first. I think the first year that we were on and wow, we're Mm -hmm. we're celebrating. I think we're at four and a half years now at the show. So yes, it was a while ago. (laughs) It was. And I just, you know, rejoice with everything that SPED has been able to do to Mm -hmm. equip and come alongside parents um, and applaud you for, for, really how God is using you. Mm, thank you. Um, yes, it, it has definitely been a God thing because um, in my own mind, I would have said, this is not possible and this is not me. <laughs> but but yes, and um, it's, it's such a joy to encourage so many families and to empower them to do the resources that I only had dreamed that I would have had when I was homeschooling my kids. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to have you on this month. We are focusing, we focus on a different topic every month and we're talking about IEP goals. Um, you'll see this uh, as a general theme in our blogs as well as our broadcast this month. The, the blogs are focusing more on the, the in and out paperwork side of the IEPs where the broadcasts are focusing more on okay, I have specific goals for my kids. How do we get there? (laughs) And so Carol's going to share some amazing things with you guys. Um, And and also, Carol, you've given us some resources that are a freebie on our website, too. Mm -hmm. And I would, um, I'm going to point that out after we're we're done with our discussion, kind of when we're talking about your resources, too, so that parents can dive into that. I think that's like a 41-page download that you've you've put free on our website. Um, So, so, and it's very much in alignment with what you're talking about today. Mm -hmm. And so that's um, just a a great follow-up to this, but, um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about brain training strategies for meeting IEP goals. And I know this is where your heart lies mm-hmm. in, in helping people utilize their brains to their fullest capacity. So um, I would just love for you to kick off by sharing some of your educational background and homeschooling background with our audience. So they kind of get an understanding of, um, of where you're coming from and, and just, the wealth of information that you have <laughs> um, to pull from. Well, it has definitely been a journey. Um, really, the last 40 years when mm. my heart was in working with children and their families and did work um, in rehabilitation counseling, worked as a mm. social worker, did my master's in social work, and worked in children's homes, actually, wow. with children who had been through a lot of trauma and Mm, mm -hmm. even could not be adopted. And we had an on-campus school. And so got to actually work with treatment teams with, Mm. and that was invaluable. I really saw the importance of collaboration and bringing in expertise, especially when there are children who have learning challenges and those who had been through trauma Mm-hmm. And that is something we just continue to see more and more prevalent. There's yes. more, more um, information on trauma, the mm-hmm. whole idea of social and emotional health. Yeah. Those are mm-hmm. actual goals now in yeah. MIEPs. But that's where my journey started. And I mm-hmm. was excited to get my PhD and God um would kind of halt that for a little bit because my first born um, came um, yeah. a couple years earlier than my husband and I were thinking. So <laughs> I had other plans. And then our second son was born and we almost lost him. Mm. And he had a really traumatic birth and had some oxygen deprivation. So he was actually in first steps. Okay. Um, yeah. Like that first intervention because mm-hmm. he was premature, 
And so when he got that, one thing that I did, which I am, you know, so thankful for the training I had in my undergraduate and graduate work, because Mm -hmm. I saw that it was really important for me as a parent to be in those therapy sessions. Yes. So when he would Mm -hmm. get the therapy, I would be in there learning because he may not Mm -hmm. always be having a great day, but then I could go home and do those those Mm -hmm. exercises with him. And I really think it helped his progress. Mm -hmm. That would continue and he would do lots of therapies. In the meantime, God would put me in the position to start teaching in classical Mm -hmm. Christian schools. I would end up helping start classical Christian schools here in the U.S. and then be a part of an international one in Lyon, France for a few years. And so I have the advantage of then working with children from 23 different countries and some of the kids Mm. having challenges. So it was, it was a very enriching time. And then I got to learn from international educators, which was was different perspectives. So during the journey, one thing that also came to my mind, to the forefront in neuroscience because of my own son was that mm-hmm. the brain was capable of changing. Now, yeah. what seemed to be escaping us though was the methods to use to change it. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so, so many of the methodology was still more remediation. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and I love a great phonics program. My son did speech therapy till he was 10. He did some occupational therapy. So mm-hmm. all those things that I was also learning and getting training in. Right. Um, and, and he would do okay in the classical Christian schools. And I will tell you, on this journey, there were some times that they, because we were either headed overseas as missionaries or we were starting a classical Christian school that during those years I homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And so my, I have three children, actually, they're adults now, and, uh-huh. but they were 18 months apart. So mm-hmm. in some ways it made schooling easier because we were closer. Right. <laughs> um, and so, but I had those years in elementary school and then we had something pretty profound happen in in high school. When my son was in high school, the one with the learning challenges, he came home one day and he said, Mom, I can't process it as fast as it's coming at me. Mm. And even though we had done tons of wonderful therapies and, and everything and really had spent tens of thousands of dollars, honestly, right. <laughs> he was still coming home saying this. And mm-hmm. I'm cool. Well, I pulled my own son from the school I was headmaster. Wow. <laughs> that says something, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and I actually hired a friend to homeschool him because I didn't feel like it was October. I was leading the school. I didn't feel like I could abandon and just, you know, mm-hmm. quit my job. But God had provided somebody. And what, what I saw was at this point when it could be done at his pace, Mm. He was really successful. Okay. And so he was loving learning and he was, Mm -hmm. he was successful. And at the end of that year, God really dealt with my husband and myself. And my passion was always coming alongside children that were struggling because of the Mm. journey of my son. So we stepped out of being in private classical Christian schools and moved to Kentucky, actually, where my family was living Mm. and started Equipping Minds Brain Development Center. And what I thought is, you know, in looking at his his testing, it Mm -hmm. just kept coming back to that processing and that working memory. You know, he was comprehending um, you know, you saw some really great things happening, but when we got to advanced things in math, holding on to all those math steps were hard and, mm-hmm. but processing things in the class yeah. and listening and taking notes and keeping up with that pace was just not happening. And so right. 
one thing I realized was that we had done the best of the best therapies, but those had not been trained. So that's where I thought, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm just going to have to develop it. <laughs> and so, <Right. laughs> so well, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of things I cannot do well. Um, <laughs> God God directed. And so he was kind of my first student. He started Mm -hmm. doing these exercises um, 13 years ago now and and would go on to graduate from college Mm -hmm. on the list and is married as a father. So I'm a grandmother now. Yay. And that was just amazing. But mm-hmm. what, what happened um, was as I was reading everything on working memory and executive functioning and processing and just seeing all these connections, um, it also led me because we were getting really great results with students mm-hmm. doing these, these exercises. And I will say, I take a holistic approach. So we do look at nutrition. We do primitive reflex integration, yes. yep. mm-hmm. vision exercises. We do auditory processing because mm-hmm. that he actually did have an auditory processing disorder as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then aspects of, all those years, 10 years of watching speech therapy. Uh-huh. Um, much in Yeah, it just all came together. Yeah. That's coming together very holistically. Well, I would, mm-hmm. people would always say, well, where's your research? Where's your research? And mm-hmm. so I had a lot of case studies, but I ended up going back and doing my doctorate in education mm-hmm. and, and was very blessed to be able to do a full-blown research study with students with a specific learning disorder diagnosis. And there were ter- mm-hmm. 32 students. And that's the most common. If there's a learning disorder that represents about 30% of the population, mm-hmm. IEP, it's going to be specific learning disorder, which is an SLD. And that includes dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyslexia, mm-hmm. and learning disorder not otherwise specified. Right. <laughs> you love that, right? catch <laughs> all. And so we had students who did um, an hour of more academic tutoring or Mm -hmm. an hour of Equipping Minds. Mm. And and so when they did that, what we were able to prove in a full-blown study with checking all the boxes that researchers Mm -hmm. like to see was that it generalized to their academics. And so Mm -hmm. they made significant gains in their spelling and their reading and their science. And that was just fabulous because we had seen that in individual Mm -hmm. students, but that was just a a huge thing because what I had, had learned personally was that it wasn't a different math curriculum. It wasn't a different mm-hmm. science curriculum or spelling curriculum. Right. We had done, we had, I was using some amazing things and I had amazing teachers and everything was multi-sensory, but he was still struggling, right? Right. Yes, and, exactly. And yeah. so we yeah. had to get to those underlying to get to the, the base. Underneath, yes, we exactly. did, and so mm-hmm. I continued that, and um, and I think I told you the other day I, you know, finished my doctorate in education, but now I'm yes. going to get another one. <laughs> she just makes my brain ache. Yes, <laughs> yes. The reason I'm doing it now, I did an EDD. Now I'm doing a PhD, but mm-hmm. it's because because of exactly what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm is that we need more and more research getting out there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to be, ex- my work's accepted in the secular community and the Christian community mm-hmm. at university levels, at secular, yeah. and it's taught. But that's still, you, we still need more of a dialogue to support homeschoolers, to support mm-hmm. students, you know, to inform public education, to inform right. private education. Mm-hmm. Because if we as as Christians, as advocates, aren't having a voice, 
Exactly. And, and, you know, people only do what they know. And and that is, you know, and so getting more out there and Mm -hmm. um, you really have to do, you know, the research and the publications and all those things. Right. Um, yeah. Well. In order to just be heard, because, yeah, there's there's so much information out there. We are on information overload. But yeah. to, to go to the top of the pack and say, no, this really is something that works and we can prove that. And so so thank you for just the commitment that you have made into, to, you know, into our community to be able to advocate for those needs for our kids. And as parents, I know coming in, I knew nothing about education. And I was like, please send me experts. <laughs> Tell me who to listen to. And I just wanted to recommend to you, Carol is an amazing resource and she has so much knowledge and wisdom in this area. And so um, I'm excited for all that you still have to share with us. Um, Julie mentioned, she goes, love, love, love that she includes gut health and holistic variables when assessing students. Um, And I have to totally agree. That was a major issue in our house was gut health when I never even realized that that was a component. And, um, to be talking about that and and not just saying, oh, we can handle this all without that. And then um, Alicia says, agreed. <laughs> so, um, and I know Carol's joining us from Kentucky. I'm traveling. I'm in Florida. I don't know where you are, but if you want to chime in um, on our comments, just know that if you're watching on our Facebook page, you can do that just directly down in the comments below um, there. You can put in your your comments and questions like Julie and Alicia did. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, you can do the same thing. Um, We'll be able to see those as well. Um, If you're watching in our private Facebook support group, you just know have to give Streamline um, permissions to be able to share your information in order for you to be able to post on there. Otherwise, you can just pop onto the the Facebook page and watch it from there and and do the same. So, um, so you'll be... Carol's live and so am I. So if you want to have questions and you're saying, how do I handle this? Um, we would love to be able to address that in this hour. So um, make sure that um, you pop in. And Alicia says she's from Trinidad and Tobago. Well, welcome. We're yeah. glad to have you with us. <laughs> and that is something that that I love that yeah, I will tell you, I'll have to share this. When I started doing this 13 years ago, Mm-hmm. It was just in Kentucky. We were down in mm-hmm. Danville, Kentucky, and we had a center. And yeah. and y'all, we as you heard me say, we were doing this with my son, and mm-hmm. he has you know a little bit below average when his testing was done. But you know, language processing disorder had symptoms of dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia, and right. and so that was kind of my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, community was more of the ADHD dyslexia language processing, but still, right. still like average intelligence, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then what happened, a parent approached me about coming into the school district and the school district actually approved for me to come in and do mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. brain training exercises with um, this student who was a fourth grader. And so mm-hmm. instead of her going to remediation, it was written in her IEP that she would do cognitive training with me. Mm-hmm. And we started playing these different games and we did this every day for about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of nine weeks, the principal met me at the door and she mm-hmm. said, Have you seen the test scores? And I said, I didn't know they were doing testing. And here in Mm -hmm. Kentucky, they do testing three times a year when they come in in the fall. It's called a map map testing. Yes, I've heard of map testing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they, she said, I, you know, said they had done it in the fall and they had just retested her. And I said, well, what did you want to see? And she said, we like to see a three to five point game from fall to winter. And Mm -hmm. I said, okay. She said, well, Rose just went up 20 points in reading. (laughs) and she said 16 points in science 17 points in language and 11 points in math wow we all what i didn't tell you is rose has down syndrome Mm. and i was floored and what it showed Mm -hmm. was that doing the cognitive training doing the brain training exercises generalized Mm -hmm. To her academics. 
Right. And because you weren't teaching her academics, you were just doing the the brain training. I was just doing the brain training games. Mm -hmm. I was in shock because I had her during her remediation time and the school district had decided she would not get homework during this time. Mm. that, (laughs) That was amazing. But then yeah. what happened, we stopped after 12 weeks, but then by the end of the year, they retested. Well, I had not been working with her. And so we wanted to see, would this continue? Now, mm. I, I'll be honest with you. I was just hoping she wouldn't lose it. Mm. Well, guess what? She went up seven more points in reading and then 25 more points in math. Wow. And so she continued to make gains. Her four-year case study is published mm-hmm. a couple of, in a medical journal and an education journal. And, and she's graduated now from high school. She's 21 years old, graduated mm-hmm. with a regular diploma, with um, awesome. completed geometry and algebra. And I would continue to work with her, um, you know, like in the summers for refreshing. Mm-hmm. And to keep her brain continuing to develop, because that's one thing, one thing that I kind of pick up in a lot of the research is that when they're talking about cognitive training and training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love for you to be able to talk more about that, because I'm sure a lot of parents who are listening to this go, well, what, what exactly is she talking about? What is this brain training, cognitive training thing? So yeah. with cognitive training, I I have developed exercises and games that are going to make how they process information faster, just like my son mm-hmm. could not process what was coming at him auditorily. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've developed these games and y'all, there's a whole Equipping Mind YouTube channel with free mm-hmm. training workshops that you can go in and see a lot of these different games and and those have been gifted to you just like this 41 page handout. Mm -hmm. But you are taking different cards and different games and you're working on your visual processing and your auditory processing. Mm -hmm. And because what we learned was just changing, you know, curriculums or something wasn't changing that underlying problem. And so that's exactly Doing the working memory games that we developed um, was also going in because what we found out was that if you can't process what you're seeing accurately mm-hmm. and you can't process what you're hearing accurately, that impacts what we can hold on. Yes. Because if, right. it's, if mm-hmm. it's not accurate, then it's going to interfere or then mm-hmm. we working memory, that's simply a great way to think about it is, does your child, do you struggle with multi-step directions? Mm, Maybe mm -hmm. hold on to one thing or even two things, but then you get to three things or four things. And that impacts our ability to read because we have to be able Mm. to hold on to letters and sounds for reading and spelling. Yeah. We also have to be able to visualize. And so people Mm -hmm. that are natural spellers, they see letters in their mind. Mm -hmm. They can see words forwards and backwards. And and what I've learned is that isn't developed um, by more spelling. It's developed Hmm. these different games that is getting the brain to start being able to hold on to lines and curves, which make Mm -hmm. up. And so it also has to be done in a way that's actually fun because many children children who have been um, struggling in school, okay, Mm -hmm. whether it's public, private, or homeschool, I would love to tell you that I always had wonderful patience with my children when I homeschooled them. <laughs> um, that would not be accurate, okay? <laughs> and however, what can happen is when children see letters or numbers or something, all of a sudden they'll just shut down. Right. Yes. That anxiety comes in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're just like as hard as I try. And 
many ways, it's like trying to cut down a tree with a butter knife because mm. you, um, if you, you know, are struggling with that working memory and you're mm-hmm. trying and you're trying and you're trying, but it's right. still not working, it gets frustrating. And a lot of times what mm. happens, and so this is a real balance. So I'm going to ask for some grace here for my mm-hmm. audience, Okay. <laughs> a lot of times we rush to accommodations and modifications and strategies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while, please hear me, while they can have their place, mm-hmm. what I realized was that in real life, when Clayton went on to university or whatever God was going to call him to do, mm-hmm. that they weren't going to do that. No. Okay? Yes, exactly. And, and then in the workplace, that's not, that's not going to happen. Okay. So that's where my focus became, how can I strengthen these regions of the brain? Mm. Right. And hold on, whether it's the soccer coach's directions or the music teacher or mm-hmm. whatever it is that he's doing or the steps to the math problem. And so right. we were able to develop those he went from someone who in his freshman year in college had extended time on test that by his sophomore and junior, he didn't need anything because we mm-hmm. had his brain. Okay. Right. So, and, but, but please hear me. We work with students around the world and that's what happened. So when the little girl um, Rose made those wonderful gains, mm-hmm. all, I'm getting called to the University of Louisville brain science department and they want to see the equipping minds, cognitive development curriculum. And mm-hmm. they're the next thing I know it's getting buzzed internationally. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we moved to online there over eight years ago before people well, I'm sure some people were doing teletherapy, but now it's but not working. many. Yes, exactly. And so right. we started doing that. And so I now have the privilege of working with families around the world. And, and we have our treatment team. But the other thing that I do is even though I'm, you know, leading the company, develop, continuing to develop, continuing to research, I always still keep at least 20 clients that I see every week mm-hmm. because these students keep me learning and they're teaching me, right. yeah. they, you know, and I take our more challenging situations sometimes mm-hmm. and they've done lots of different therapies and they've tried lots of different things and they've had help, but then they want to start doing these cognitive brain training exercises in a holistic way. And and the other thing that I really advocate that I do is I'm actually passionate about parents doing this. Yes. Yes. So while I actually train the public schools, I train public school teachers, private school teachers, um, professors, occupational therapists, speech therapists, psychologists, medical personnel, Mm-hmm. Um, this program is being used in adults with Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. orphanages, in universities. I mean, so many different from two-year-olds to 92-year-olds, from mm-hmm. pre-verbal to post-concussion syndrome. So, I mean, mm-hmm. God just granted a tremendous favor with this mm-hmm. program. But my passion, I'm just telling you, has always been to equip and train parents. Mm. So that's why you're going to see that free training and the free handouts. And Peggy, you know, there's also another one on the cognitive abilities chart. Right. Yeah. That we're gifting to y'all as well. Because when, Mm. when we do come in with schools, with the public schools, and y'all, I'm just going to tell you, you heard me say I was a private classical Christian school headmaster. I Mm homeschooled. But my biggest surprise has been that the public schools have brought me in to train and that they have put this in, in their tiered intervention in some districts. Um, Some schools have had me train the entire staff and and they have put it in. 
So hmm. whether it's a public school or a private school, but you know, mm-hmm. hopefully it's just homeschoolers watching this now, but <laughs> I have my heart. And some of y'all may know I was a special needs consultant for six years with HSLDA. I've just yeah. totally stepped, you know, back from that just with everything else. Got got so done. much going on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so many things you can do. Right. Uh, but well, that's awesome. I love how you you specified, you know, yes, there there are, you know, ways to use all of those uh, accommodations, modifications yeah. and and curriculums and all of that. And this this isn't trying to to say that none of that is good, but this is something additionally that is needed because we see so many parents saying, I've tried like you have, I've tried everything and yet there's still something missing. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so thank you for sharing your story with that, especially because I I think sometimes we feel like I've done everything they've told me to do. And yet (laughs) there still seems to be something else here. We just can't quite figure it out. Um, So, so yeah. Can you talk a little bit about some specific um, ways that you've (laughs) that you've used brain training to effectively help students reach goals um, in your practice. I'd love just for you to, to share some of those stories and encouragement for our parents. So I'm going to share one that, you know, basically, I mean, continues to steal my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's a little girl um, named Nathra. And you can actually see a video on her on the YouTube channel under the school section. Mm-hmm. But um, her parents homeschool. But the public school actually covers her therapy with me. And she was adopted from from India when she was four. And Mm. so and then even had a near um, drowning experience when she was six. Mm. And and so, you know, her her poor little body and brain Mm. had just a lot. Right. Yeah. but the school district and the therapy, she was getting lots of therapies. And um, when we met, and she actually, they came to Kentucky for a week of training with me. She, it was really hard for her to even identify animals using her talker. Mm-hmm. She was not able to identify letters or numbers. She was not able to write. Hmm. Um, so despite wonderful people who care about her and speech therapists, and occupational therapists and t- parents and teachers, um, I and I will just tell you, I was even wondering if I could help her mm. because they had come here and they had tried everything for a year and they said, yeah. we're not getting, you know, the progress we want to see. So right. the school approved it. And I literally was, you know, zooming into the school. They had their special mm-hmm. ed person there. Her dad was there in the sessions. Mm-hmm. And initially she was hiding under the table some days. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but, but you know what? Fast forward two and a half years because mm-hmm. then Hit. And when COVID hit, they totally, you know, everyone went home. Right. And so they continued to keep her home and homeschool. But what I can tell you mm-hmm. is that um, they ended up putting Equipping Minds into her IEP. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because when they read her psychological testing, it showed weaknesses in those cognitive areas and processing. Mm-hmm. And, and people are aware that this impacts those areas of reading and math and writing. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to tell y'all, today she was writing sentences. We hmm. were she was taking the spotted cards and writing, I see three brown bears. Wow. And she is doing, you know, some math. And hmm. she you know, thinking logically and playing the game set and mm-hmm. and she's she's thinking and, right. and seeing her learning and just mm. 
reaching goals that um, she had really not been able to reach. Right. Yeah. Doing this. And, Mm. and I think I never would have said, Oh, by working on drawing, you know, circling bears and doing Uh with numbers and with cards that that's what's going to translate to her writing, being mm-hmm. able to spell, to be able to start to read, to be able to right. do that. And, um, yeah, and it's so counterintuitive of what we've yeah. been taught for so yeah. long, that this is how you get to, this is the means to the end. And yeah. yet our brains are so complicated and, and to, to, to get those pathways. I mean, I've done your, your program it just in, in visiting with you before. And I have to tell you, it does make your brain hurt a little bit <laughs> because it makes you think in ways you've never thought before. And I remember the little girl that you were doing it with. She goes, Oh, this feels weird. <laughs> but, but again, like you said, it's doing things that are making these connections It's making things happen that nothing else that you're going to use is going to make that happen that way. That's why your brain is being trained. It's like, you know, doing calisthenics in a whole different way that mm-hmm. you've never done before. Your, your body is going to be different in the same way with your brain. And, right. And yeah. so, and she's one of our more, you know, severe situations, you know, mm-hmm. Rose with Down syndrome was, you know, mm-hmm. able to go on from university. And then we've had so many students who happen to have dyslexia or, mm-hmm. or some that have no label. You know, and that's okay. Right. Don't have mm-hmm. a label, okay? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Just, um, you know, but anyone who's had challenges, and then it was interfering with them progressing, then you start and you start seeing it interfere with social social skills, even mm. relationships. Sometimes students, people think, "Oh, well, they're cheating," and it's not that mm. they might not be cheating. But maybe they don't actually remember the steps to the game that somebody just gave, or right, exactly. Um, and so it can look like other other diagnoses a lot of times mm-hmm. when there are some cognitive challenges going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, please hear me. I'm not saying somebody may not have ADHD or they may not have something, mm-hmm. but. But if you're having a hard time visualizing letters or numbers or images, or you're having a hard time processing mm-hmm. things or holding on to multiple pieces of information, or you're having right. a hard time retrieving information, because mm-hmm. I have students mm-hmm. can talk all day long about a subject, but if you say, oh, tell me all of the animals that you know. Well, sometimes they can, mm. and sometimes they just may say, you know, seven and they have a hard time pulling out their information that is in there. And right. Cause it's all like bucketed and they can only access it from one direction instead of for multiple, like you're talking about. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so that's why when you go in and you're training the brain and what we will use which seems crazy is we use numbers and colors and letters and shapes and cubes and dry erase markers. So we train the brain with what the brain knows. Uh 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 knows. And if there's an element of the training that that student doesn't know yet, well, we're going to introduce it very slowly, like one element at a time. Uh And, so that they can then use it. And so they are sitting here playing games with mm-hmm. all these pieces that they need for reading and math or writing, mm-hmm. but they have no idea that it is what's going on happening to go in and strengthen those pathways to then mm-hmm. let them form those letters and remember the sequence to a story or remember what they just heard. And right. that, that has just been um, amazing for me to see that because honestly, mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. I was the parent who spent tens of thousands of dollars on all <laughs> other And like I said, we did get gains. Right. 
mm-hmm. built it that wall, mm-hmm. especially in high school. When, when things so get so fast and so hard and so quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's been great because, I mean, I think of one little boy, seven years old, who there, his dyslexia camp that he went to in the summer actually does equip him mind. So we have trained oh, okay. a lot dyslexia therapist, but the mm-hmm. Pottery Ranch is in Northern Kentucky, and then there's another one in Alabama that they put mm-hmm. minds in with the dyslexia training and have mm-hmm. seen that just accelerate that therapy, that great combination. Yeah. And this is a little guy who um, at the end of a year, and he was doing 30 minutes of Equipping Minds, and then mm-hmm. his Orton Gillingham Mm-hmm. did a phonics space. And at the end of the year, he was reading way above grade level. His working memory score on his WISC-5 went up 26 points. Wow. Which is unheard of. And his processing score went up 16 points. Hmm. And so that totally was transforming him. And so he was he's incredibly bright, as you know, so many of our students are. But he had been frustrated. Well, then that frustration mm. went away. Those those behavior challenges went away. Mm-hmm. And, um, because it, you will because he could that. communicate. Yes, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was able to hold on to things. And then he went from reading, you know, Magic School Bus to you know his loving Harry Potter books. You know, I mean, he was just like oh. that was a big jump. And right. Couple- so it's yeah. just, it's amazing to see that, but also, mm-hmm. you know, um, to come alongside you all as parents and, mm-hmm. and I will tell you, believe me, I had everybody else doing Clayton's therapy. I was hiring the professionals. I mm-hmm. was observing, I was getting trained and I was right. actually then going and making sure I trained my teachers and I was working with other students Hmm. But I never did therapy with him till he was 16. And we were kind of at the end of our rope. (laughs) Um, I I think we kind of do that as parents. We we think, you know, the experts have to know what they're doing. And so I'm just going to stand back and let them do their thing. But yeah, when push comes to shove and we have exhausted all our possibilities, okay, well, I guess I have to jump in and I'm going to do something. And, um, and that's when, when things, yeah, we, we realize man, we, we aren't as bad as we thought we were. <laughs> right. right. Or, hey, yeah. I, I can do this. And, mm-hmm. and one thing like a, from a, kind of a, the correct view, you know what it's, it can be easy. And absolutely. I was so overwhelmed. There were times, mm. you know, I was in tears or there's times I'm just going to tell you because I go to so many IEP meetings. Okay. Mm. That sometimes you feel like the sign above the door says abandon all hope, all who enter, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> and um, because you parents will mm. hear that, well, this is their IQ. It can't change these. You can't increase working memory. You can't increase processing. Mm. And well, uh, please hear me. They are only telling you what they have been taught. Yes. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. I cannot, you know, I can't emphasize enough that when I go in and I'm able to do trainings, Um, uniquely this year, I've spoken at homeschool conferences, public school conferences, classical school conferences, and (laughs) university in India in science and technology just Mm. in the last couple months, right? And you know what? Until they hear that, oh, no, 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 the research has been done. No, there is mm-hmm. hope. No, there are individual case studies. These areas right. you mm-hmm. know, coming in holistically does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you can train parents, but they, and, and I will have psychologists just weep with me. Mm-hmm. And like, Carol, I have told so many parents that there was nothing that could be done. Oh, 
And I I would tell them, this is it. And I just Mm -hmm. didn't know. This is Yeah, exactly. And that is true in absolutely Mm -hmm. anything, anything. Mm -hmm. not just education, but in any field until we know. Exactly. And we have to give ourselves grace because we just don't know. And God ordained that we wouldn't know. And I know I learn something new on the show every week. I tell everybody that. And and I could beat myself up and say, oh, I should have done that with my kids. But the reality is I wasn't given that information. So, but it's here for you. So to take it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and I've got to give a little plug. You were talking about camp. Carol's going to come into, we're doing our family retreat camp in two weeks. And Carol's actually going to be live streaming into our camp um, for a couple sessions of game playing with um, the equipping mind brain training. So I'm super excited about that, um, that our parents get to interact with you in that way. And, um, can't wait for that camp to happen. But me uh, either. I yeah. so wish. I really wanted to be there in person. If anybody yeah. can do anything about plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've already registered as a volunteer. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. No, um, but, but yes. And that's because I've got to work with a lot of students who have done mm-hmm. like the Johnny and Friends camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I've worked with a lot of those families and it's it's so, you know, amazing to be able to train them. And, and what I love is that then when you train, then they'll tell me, Oh, we took this game and we played it with grandparents or we played Mm -hmm. it with their cousins or now we're playing as a family and with other Mm -hmm. siblings. And, And I will tell you, that when you see um, the equip the games that I'll use, and then I've developed my own. Mm-hmm. But for example, you may see that I say to use the card game Blink. Well, mm-hmm. if you open up Blink, you'll find there's one way to play Blink. Okay. <laughs> so if you, if you <laughs> Carol throws out the rules. <laughs> I'm right now, about thirty-two ways to play Blink. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so I keep adding that. And then um, this is something that just, it's not, uh, it's not available yet. Like in three mm-hmm. weeks, three weeks, probably ah, from today. Preview. <laughs> um, preview. We now have our own Equipping Minds card game. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So we just kind of um, decided some educational therapists to our reading specialist who I've trained. Mm -hmm. One in particular said, you know what? You just need to have your own card games. And you know Mm -hmm. how you develop this secret code. Um, So they came up with these wonderful cards that have colors and numbers and letters and animals Uh in the wrong word put under it. And then Uh directions. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be an entire like online video course, but then people will be able to have their own deck of cards. Mm -hmm. that are actually being made in down in Orlando with the company right now. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So having more resources out there Mm -hmm. and, but I love to take things that the students may be, Oh, hi, I play spot it. Well, we're going to play it with a little bit of a twist, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the different, the different things, but it is, I, I just can't tell y'all what um, a joy it is when I get to come alongside you as parents and, you know, some of y'all today, I know, I know because I was there and because I have the privilege all day, you know, I get to work with families. And so I got the the feeling overwhelmed and, and, and I, I didn't share this with y'all, but with Clayton, when we started, and, you know, he got the first steps and we were doing mm-hmm. all that. Well, then we were tested in the public school and actually they said, well, he needs, you know, speech therapy once a week for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And y'all, I knew that wasn't going to be enough. And yeah. so we, you know, ended up declining that and going private 
because I needed, he needed more. He needed Mm. a lot more than what they were able to give. And so, and then the private therapist let me be in the room or in an observation room. And so sometimes districts allow more services, you know, every state is different. That's one thing that I see when we're working with students and um, I won't, you know, but I mean, for this one particular student, she has a really nice IEP because she gets um, speech services four days a week, time with me five days a week, four days a week for, you know, so she gets a lot. <laughs> um and so I will say if you are working with your school districts, it is always best to just, um, you know, come alongside and try to work with them in, in a very positive way. Let me just say that is is important. Um, but sometimes you may need, you know, sometimes you may need to work, you know, with some private therapist or Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, in public with public schools and every state is different. And then within every state, every district is different. Yes. Is exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of parents don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say we, we do have, you know, um, some partnerships with some states where equipping minds is covered and then even with older students who are over 21 um, under disability services. Yeah, okay. With what, with what we do mm-hmm. is all covered in different grants. And and then, um, and then we also have, if you are on the YouTube channel, like I said, you're going to see mm-hmm. our free parent workshops and free handouts. Um, mm-hmm. But then you'll, you'll see our Roses program, which is named after Rose, the little girl I was seeing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it's where we actually did way over 500 step-by-step sessions where you can see me playing the games with a student. And mm-hmm. we've actually set that up where families can um, do that for 12 months mm-hmm. with a really low, no interest payment plan Mm, um, mm -hmm. where from, you know, $54 a month to $84 a month, you know, depending Mm -hmm. on the extra things you want. And the beautiful thing, you know, with, with something like cognitive training with, with our curriculum, because it's, I call it a cognitive curriculum because you're, it impacts every area of cognition, but it mm-hmm. also impacts all your academics, is that this mm-hmm. is for grades K through eternity. You know, this is, really, yeah. you know, preschool. <laughs> so it's not something that, oh, I need to buy it for another, another level. And, and the each level, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. only one level. It's a one-time investment and mm-hmm. it's a lifetime investment because we have mm-hmm. parents that are using this with their parents. Wow. Mm-hmm. We have parents that are using it with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it can be used for numerous children mm-hmm. for long-term and that, right. um, and, and I will tell you, we're talking about IEPs but it also is used with students in who don't have any big challenges. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just want to get their brain working at its optimum. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see that because I'm just going to tell you, yeah, I may have a doctorate, but it's a good thing I didn't have to do physics. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not equally gifted in, in all disciplines, mm-hmm. the imagination. Um, so it is, it is something that can be used long-term and you don't have to please hear me sometimes as parents, you know, as moms, as dads, you know, we, 
we have really high expectations for ourselves and we should. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but, okay. (laughs) There is a point. You're right. (laughs) Let me tell you the schools, when, when I say there are schools that do this program, they'll tell me the teachers that will say, I'm going to take this one day at a time. Mm. I don't have to understand all of it. Right. I need to just follow the steps that have been laid out right, and just come alongside mm-hmm. one step at a time. Exactly. And yeah. yep. you know, mm-hmm. one little guy, I was down in a public school in Kentucky. I've got to tell this story. Yeah. All I've heard right now, it's, you know, August 9th, 2022. <laughs> and the last couple of weeks, Eastern Kentucky has been devastated by flooding. And, mm. and that's the region that Equipping Minds has been training um, mm. for the last eight years. Wow. And so a couple of our schools have been impacted. Mm. Um, and so mm. we're waiting to come back alongside of them. But I was in their training one day and I was showing all the fun things we were going to do with um, this beautiful colored number page and and how mm-hmm. we to learn this secret code and all the symbols we were going to put down, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I said, but we won't do that all in one day. I said, mm-hmm. do you know how we're going to do that? And a little hand went up and he mm-hmm. said, bit by bit. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Just one step at a time, just bit by bit. And and I will will just tell you, you know, too, when you are teaching your your children Mm -hmm. and math is one thing I think about this when you're getting to multiple steps. Right. Yeah. Is to take like five to 10 math problems and only do step one of all the problems. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. They can do step one, go in and do step one and step two. Ah, uh Um, Remember how I told you that Rose graduated with a regular diploma and did algebra and geometry. Mm -hmm. Her father was a math teacher. He followed my principles when he taught high school math Mm. and would do this with her and with his students. And so instead of, okay, here's all the steps to the math problem. Okay, did you get right. that? And they're all like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh but then, no, not really. <laughs> miss a step. Well, they just did like 20 or 30 problems wrong. Well, that just right. put a strong pattern in your brain. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so I, you know, will say, teach it this way. Take mm-hmm. those five to 10 problems. And then it may initially seem like, oh, this is it's taking a week to get through all the steps. <laughs> but what you will have is mastery. Right. Yep. That's exactly. what you need to have. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's my little um, yeah. you know, application, especially when you're like, but what about today when I can't, we need to remember this, but school is just about to start. Exactly. One day at a time, bit by bit. One day at a time. That's great advice. Yep. And to find Carol's information, her website is equippingminds.com. Thank you, Carol, for walking through when my internet died. Um, I appreciate you just keeping talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to show everybody how they can find your freebie on our website, though. So I'm going to walk them through that real quick. Absolutely. If if you go to our homepage, um, you'll see that you can either donate because we are a nonprofit or get homeschool help. And I want you to go to that get homeschool help and down that page on the right hand side you'll see free downloads so you want to go to that page there's a variety of free downloads like your IP template museum guides some other things from partners but then you'll see carol's equipping minds um, you can watch a video it's an hour long and that um, goes into those games um, 
that she's talking about. And then you can download her handout and it's a 41 page handout that goes with that video. So um, do you want to say anything else about that? Um, There are eight videos in that series. And we'll tell you that was something I just did for lay people at our church on Wednesday Mm -hmm. night. So I take it kind of very slow, but it gives you an introduction. And then if you want to go further, you know, um, this whole book is 206 pages and there's Mm -hmm. a whole lot more, but I love to, you know, let you all get started with that. And then um, I think somewhere on under your IEP resources, you might have this chart that I developed that we use with cognitive abilities and equipping minds training. And it talks about defines what comprehension is or working memory, how it impacts academic, what the goals would be, and then which games kind of target those areas. So this Mm -hmm. is actually a four-page handout. Yes, and I can show them exactly where that is. If you go back to that free um, downloads page up on the top, there's the IEP guide. And if you click into that, you can go down into... Uh, there's a section in here. I know, I know that's where I put it. Um, but there is, there is a link for it. I'm there just trying is. to figure out where it is. Yeah. Um, oh, here, brain training goals, interventions, and you can download it right there. It's mm-hmm. under the, um, number three goals. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so yes. Um, and that's where you can find that additional handout. Right. So. And then if you go, um, to our website and go under the parent menu, there's, forms in a learning screening form, which is kind of a checklist Mm -hmm. and then an intake. If you would like a a free consultation with me, I just ask that you fill those out because that helps Mm -hmm. me if I'm going to talk to you. Right. I have got all that information in front of you. Exactly. I do. And we can have a great conversation because I, my heart is to come alongside of you and equip you Mm -hmm. and make this a incredible school year. And please hear me, Clayton didn't get on the other side of this till he was 19. It was a journey, Mm -hmm. but it was a journey that we kept seeing progress and kept seeing progress. And the times I wanted to give up, God wouldn't let me give up. Mm -hmm. And he was faithful. And, And my last exhortation is just to, I know you pray for your kids. You know that God created them. They are fearfully Mm -hmm. and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. That he, you know, gave them their mind to pray for his wisdom when you're teaching them. Yes. And Mm -hmm. and thank you to Peggy and for all the other partners. Um, I just am so thankful that God Mm -hmm. has brought this group together and am honored to just be able to share just a little bit with y'all today. Hmm. Well, thank you so thank much, you. Carol. And Mandy even said, thank you, Dr. Carol, for your work. And thank you, Peggy, for what you do. Well, we thank you, Mandy, for being part of our our um, community. It's, it takes all of us. You it know? does. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. We're always learning. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So thanks, Carol. I appreciate it. You're always a wealth of information. Um, and this was, was so um, insightful. And I know that our parents are going to come back to this video over and over again in the podcast just to continue to learn from you and um, and check out your resources. So check out Carol at EquippingMinds.com. And um, thank you all for joining us and being part of this conversation. We appreciate you. Um, And um, Alicia said, thanks for the great discussion. You are welcome. And um, so um, I just wanted to let you know, we're going to still continue on this IEP path. We're going to talk to talk to. uh, who, who am I? Who am I interviewing next week? Um, actually, one of my board of directors. Um, we're going. Jan, Dr. Jan Bedell is going to be on next week, and we're going to talk about neurodevelopmental strategies. So, very much in line with what Carol oh, was talking about, and um, from a little bit of a different. Um, she'll have some different ideas, basically, because it's it's kind of the same type of cognitive development approach. Um, but um, but it's nice to have just different people pouring in on those same ideas. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're 
we're going to be talking about next week. Um, so, so thank you all for joining us. Thanks again, Carol. And um, you all have a blessed week. And I will see you all again here next week at the same time. And um, we just appreciate you. And um, also just know that this um, broadcast was um, put on by Sped Homeschool. We are a nonprofit. Um, if you want to make a tax deductible donation, you can donate to us. Just go to spedhomeschool.com and click the donate button. So um, I guess that's it. So thanks again, everybody. And we'll see you next week. God bless. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. Do you want to better understand the Bible and get biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life's tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.